0: (laughs) okay okay so uh matthew 25 um i had a uh for whatever can i uh be a little weird tonight yeah it's okay yeah am i gonna freak anybody out Uh, no that's okay okay okay. maybe yeah i know um I do, uh, I do feel like there is, um, there's a lot to unpack tonight, and there's going to be kind of an unlocking tonight at the end, okay? So, um, I've got a couple things that I want to share at the end, um, you can call them prophetic, or you can't, or you can just call them a good word, doesn't matter to me, I'm going to share them, uh, but the first thing I want to share is that, um, the reason I'm preaching this is because the Lord gave me a vision about why I'm preaching this. And we're going to take a break from our Jesus Is series. Okay? So, uh, Jesus Is is going to be probably delayed for, I think, three weeks. Okay? Um, just as as we were gone, the Lord downloaded a lot of things to me. Um, and I'm excited. Cool? Uh, so, the first vision is um, this... Like, all I see is this, like, cartoon character, and he looks like he's um, one of the Boomerang videos, Mm -hmm. and he is, um, he's slipping, so it's like, like, he's, like, doing that kind of thing, okay? That was pretty much exactly what it looks like in my mind. And, um, and he's slipping, and he's slipping through all of these doors, one door after another, door after another, door after another. And I believe that that's what the Lord is trying to help me, help you understand tonight. Okay? I want us to be a slippery people tonight. Okay? I will explain why. I know it sounds a little weird, especially if you don't know me, it sounds even weirder. weird. But um, some of you guys are like, oh, yeah, cool. Amen. Yeah, this is <laughs> normal. I mean, relax. I don't know. We don't know. But when I think of slippery, I think of, you know, banana peels, right? In cartoons, Mario Kart, Mario Kart you, nice. you throw the banana peel over your shoulder nice. and somebody runs over it and you're spinning, right? Um, that's the negative connotation of, of being slippery, yes? Yeah. Nobody likes hitting the banana because it's super annoying, especially in Mario Kart, yeah? yeah? Okay? The other kind of slippery I'm envisioning is those prank videos where they're like, <laughs> Hey! Hey! Come into this room, and there's just loads of oil <laughs> on the hardwood, and, <laughs> Slam into the and grandma, whoever, comes ripping in because it's an emergency, and then wham, <laughs> right? Um, that's not what I'm talking about either, <laughs> but uh, just to help you understand where I'm coming from, um, I want to be slippery with oil. We talk about oil a lot here. We talk about the anointing oil, right? We talk about how the oil of the Spirit is to be filled with the Spirit. and All of these these beautiful pictures, right? So to understand this fully, back in the day, they made oil out of olives. Okay? There was only one kind of oil back then. It was just olive oil. Okay? Um, And olives grow on trees. Yeah? Yep. And you press olives in order to make oil. Okay? Um, uh, That's the really easy version of making oil. It's actually a very, very timely process. It doesn't just all of a sudden, okay, I crushed an olive and now I have oil. Okay? It's a timely, timely extraction that has to take place. Okay? This will relate at the very end. And if I don't come back to this, please remind me. Okay? So, um, Matthew 25 is a um, parable of the ten bridesmaids, or um, as some translations call it, the ten virgins. Okay? Um, and I want to read this first, and then I want to unpack the entirety of what this is talking about. The way this is usually preached is, be ready at all times for the coming of Jesus. Great. That's a simple, really easy truth. and Thank you so much for bringing that truth, but I'm sorry. That's a little bit too surface level for me, so let's go a little bit deeper. Cool? Cool. All right. So I want to talk about the bridesmaids and how uh, interesting this parable is. This is not a true story, okay? A parable is a story told to unlock, um, unveil a kingdom truth, okay? And it starts out, I'll read it all the way through. Kingdom Kingdom 25, that's what I was about to say. Wow. Matthew 25, verse 1. Yes? Mm-hmm. Everybody there? It is. Good? so good to see you guys. Okay, Matthew 25, verse 1. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like, okay? Uh, hey, tune in. Do you want the kingdom of heaven? This is what it's going to be like. Okay? Do you want it? Here it is. I love parables because of just that one line. You know, if you've hung out with me a lot, you know that I am addicted to the kingdom of heaven will be life, okay? But anyway, we're going to keep on going. Today. You guys are already looking at me blankly. You know, <laughs> over, over on the other side of the world, they're just so engaged, and they're so excited to hear okay. me speak. And you guys it. are just like, what? it's not good to compare. Places. Oh, gosh, well, <laughs> we're going to be talking about first love fire, and I'm going to, we're going to get some fire. ready yes the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went to go meet the bridegroom five of them were foolish and five were wise and when the foolish took their lamps they took no oil with them but the wise took flasks of oil or jars of oil with their lamps as the bridegroom was delayed they all became drowsy and slept But at midnight, there was a cry. Here is the bridegroom. Come out and meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, Since there will not be enough for us and for you, go rather to the dealers and buy for yourself. Verse 10. And while they were going to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him and mar- into the marriage feast, and the door was shut. Verse 11. Afterward, the other virgins, the five foolish virgins, came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered, Truly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. It's an amazing parable. I love this parable. You guys love it? You're going to love it even more. (laughs) Ready? I know it. I know it. Okay. So. Ten bridesmaids are going to find the bridegroom. Yes? Who's the bridegroom? Who's the bridegroom? Jesus. Be a little bit more confident in it. Who's the bridegroom? It's Jesus. Jesus. Yes. He is the bridegroom in this story. That's what they are excited to go find. Yes? Yes. Okay. This parable, laser points on the body of Christ. All have lamps lit. All of these bridegrooms have lamps, or all of these bridesmaids. I'm going to get that mixed up. (laughs) All of these women have lamps and they're lit okay what does this signify their love for jesus, love for jesus. exactly yeah not a question so you can answer that their love for jesus. without a question mark their love for jesus it's first love fire yes yes right we all have this fire built inside of us we all have this little lamp right With this little light of i'm mm-hmm. gonna oh. make it shine can- yeah I know, man, this is brilliant how everything just works together. Yeah. Okay, we all have this flame, right? Yes. That's all in us. The thing is, where's our oil? That's what I want to talk about tonight. If we don't have any oil burning that flame, then that wick is going to run out. And then what? I don't want to find out. Okay, so all of these... Bridesmaids have lamps, and they're all headed to go see the Bridegroom. They're all going to the same spot. All have lamps. All have the fire. Right? This seems good. This is actually very, very beautiful. They're all going in the same direction. You guys think that's good news? Yes. Yes. Yeah? I yeah. think that's really good news. I think it paints this picture that, yes, I can be going the same direction, but what if I'm one of the foolish? Okay. They all have the same goal: to go find the bridegroom. Correct? Yes. They want to find Jesus. They want to find this prize, this reward. And their lamps are lit. And they're full of oil. Correct? Just their lamps. Yeah. Just their lamps. Okay, so five foolish, five wise, they're all dressed and ready to go find the bridegroom. The only thing that separates the two is that five had enough oil, five didn't have enough oil, right? Usually in a lot of scripture and a a lot of what we read in the Bible, um, Jesus gets annoyed when people fall asleep, right? He gets annoyed when people fall asleep. This time, everybody fell asleep and he didn't get annoyed. And this time, they all reacted to the voice. They all reacted to the call. Okay. We on the same page so far? Yes. Cool. I want to urge you tonight to be people who hoard oil. This is the one of the only times in Scripture that Jesus talks about hoarding something, being in excess of something, storing up too much of something, Right? When it comes to the rich young, young ruler, he says, No, get rid of it all. When it comes to all of these other things, he says, Get rid of it all. But when it comes to oil, he says, I want you to hoard it. Jars of oil. We need a bunch of oil. Okay. They all went to sleep. And like I said, Jesus usually gets annoyed. But Jesus understood that people get tired. That we get weary, that we need rest. And he doesn't get annoyed this time. This parable was painted on this canvas of this word intimacy. Okay? It's painted on this beautiful canvas of this word intimacy. And I think this is going to unlock something in all of our lives. A wedding is pretty intimate, correct? Yes. Going to find a bridegroom is pretty intimate, correct? Mm-hmm. Making oil. Is an intimate process, correct? Yes. Just doesn't all of a sudden appear on the shelf at King Supers. Somebody's got to actually do some things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You understand that? Mm-hmm. Cool. The oil is the secret place. Some of you guys who've been around the church a long time call it your uh, quiet time. <laughs> some of you guys call it um, your um, What's another cliche word of saying your time with Jesus? Come on, help me out. Meditation. Meditation? Yeah, your your little your little space with Jesus. Am I minimizing this at all? No, I'm just making fun of the what, what we call it. Okay, I think it's funny when we call it quiet time. It's like, okay, not, mine's not too quiet. He's talking to me. <laughs> oh, sick burn. That's good. Yeah. Nobody the else thought that was funny. <laughs> the roast is still there, right? right. Every the single time. Oh. Featuring Roastmasters. Well, because you're looking at me. So well, I, keep on looking you. Yeah, you're yeah. talking. So yeah. I paying <laughs> attention with my body. <sighs> okay? So, the oil is a secret place, correct? Every time you spend time with the Lord, you're literally shaking the olive trees, if you will. You're shaking the olive tree, saying, All right. I'm storing up oil. I'm getting ready. Correct? Yes. Then the olives begin to fall, and then the process of this oil has actually getting started. Okay? People who spend time with Jesus, you can see a difference about them. Correct? Yes. Yeah. Good. I'm glad everybody said yes. (laughs) That would have been awkward if we said no. I want to be that people where you know that I'm dripping with oil. I want to be that guy. Do you? Yes. Do you want to be in that level of intimacy where people can say, oh man, that person is walking with Jesus? Yes. Do you, have you ever experienced like, all right, you're just like casually hanging out somewhere and then somebody who just knows the Lord walks into the room and you're like, oh, okay, everything just changed. Yeah, yeah. that's who you can be too. That's who you can be too. But it's not just handed to you. It's not just all of a sudden happened upon. It's in your secret place. It's alone with Jesus. In an intimate way. Cool? I want to be that person. Oil is what fills the lamp and keeps it burning. I love that Holy Spirit is tied to fire. The fire of the Holy Spirit, correct? Yes. At Pentecost, the fi- tongues of fire appeared on people's heads. What's that? That's what this is talking about. Now, are we feeding that flame? Or do we just notice when the oil's out, and then we need to refill it? And then the cry came at midnight in the story, correct? Came right at midnight. You guys with me? You guys okay? Yeah. Any questions? Any- confusion so far i'm really excited about oil you guys okay yes all right so then the cry came at midnight midnight speaks of a new day right when it strikes midnight tonight it will then be friday correct yes and then the cry happened then the cry happened in the story so what's this talking about Yeah, great. Thanks for that. What's it talking about, though? Why is it so important that it's midnight? It's in the Bible, so it's got to be important. Help me out. Because it speaks of a new day. Isaiah, Isaiah speaks of huh? Isaiah speaks of the old is gone and the new is coming. A new day. I feel like sometimes this is what our destiny looks like. It's stepping into a new day. Correct? We're gonna talk about destiny a lot in a little bit, okay? I love destiny this child is pretty good too. Oh, oh, you guys even heard of that? Cancel yes. that assignment. Mm-hmm. Some young okay. Know. When it talks about a new day, it talks about a new anointing, a new level, a new purpose, a new standard, a new everything. You understand it? Yeah. Okay. It's not just, oh, it happened at 1130. No. Midnight's pretty significant because it's a new day. It's a new calling over your life, okay? Uh, They all woke up, heard this cry saying, here's the bridegroom, come and find him. The five who had the oil went through the door. Yeah? Yes. They went through the door. Okay? The five had to go buy some and then the door was shut. A door was there. When Jesus talks about intimacy, usually a door is involved, right? He says, go into your closet and shut the door behind you. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, Revelation 3.20 says. We never want to find ourselves on the other side of the door that Jesus is on. Too much oil will always always have us slipping and sliding through the door that Jesus Where your flame is glowing so bright That you can't help to see what's in front of you And see where he is going Because you have hoarded up oil Do you understand this? Yes. He is the lamp unto our feet Correct? Yes. Oh, okay That adds a whole other layer to this He's the lamp unto our feet Oh, so then we can understand where he's going We can understand what he's doing why? Because a lamp lights and we can see. If a lamp doesn't light, then it's a bad lamp. And it should get thrown away, correct? A lamp lights so it's, you can see. If you have a lot of oil, imagine the flame. Imagine that flame. Imagine that flame that's inside of you, that is actually inner workings of you, that you can see what's in front of you. Does this make sense? And then you see the door. Right? I know some people or it's like, I, I didn't even know a door was there and you just freaking flew right through it, right? I didn't even know there was a door. I didn't even know Jesus was knocking on a door, right? Sometimes the only way I know that if my door is getting knocked on is by my cameras, right? It's like, I didn't even know somebody was at the door. Does this make sense? I want to be somebody who knows where the door is. I hear the knock and I run to it and I slip and slide right through into my new day into my new calling into my new purpose into what the Lord has called out in me does this make sense? Yeah. is this sailing over anybody's head? are we okay? We're good. 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 if you guys are like Madison you love oil Madison's midnight snack is oil and vinegar and a piece of bread. I don't get it. It's very weird. I love that mixture, but at midnight, that's not the first thing on my mind. It's the first thing on her mind. And then she was joking on this trip where she has to walk very carefully so that it doesn't spill off in the middle of the night. But she loves oil. She doesn't have to eat it in bed. Yeah, she doesn't eat it anywhere but bed. So. Which is another problem, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so we're, we're, so we're <laughs> going to counseling for it. So. <laughs> <We'll> just <laughs> joking. <Yeah. laughs> but if you if you're anything like Madison, you love oil, right? <laughs> Madison cooks with oil, she doesn't use butter, she doesn't use anything else but oil. Yeah? Do you sure. guys do the same thing? Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, when I make Sunnyside side up eggs, I use oil. So why? So I can cook the top of them just perfectly and not overcook the yolk. Oh, everything about it. Oil is beautiful. Oil is a good, good thing. Yes? yes? Oil makes my brownies not stick to the pan. Oil makes my cookies not stick to the pan. Right? It's a good thing so that they're slipping and sliding all over the place. Oil makes my pancakes not get stuck. Let's be hoarders of oil. Just, like, in our food, everything. Let's get really fat with oil. I, I, I I didn't get a just head just head making, sure people are, uh, <laughs> making sure people are paying attention. I got Let's get addicted to oil tonight. What's the oil? Again, the intimacy. Yes? Yes. Oil is not just this, oh, cool, oil, man. Let's just drip it all over things, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, really cool, man. No, it's intimacy. It's the secret place with Jesus. It's your time with Jesus. If you don't grasp this, then we won't grasp walking into the kingdom of heaven. Did you hear me? Yes. Yes. If we don't understand of being hoarders of oil, I'm sorry, the kingdom of heaven is like you won't get through the door. Let's get addicted. When we leave here today, we need to be hoarders of oil. You know, okay, I finished up school. Now I'm running home. I'm running home so I can get alone with the Lord. Are we that addicted to Him? I went to the grocery store. Cool, I did that. Okay, now I'm running home to get alone with Him again. Cool, I went to church. It's great. Corporate gatherings are beautiful. I'm glad all you're here. But I can't wait to be alone with the Lord again. Do you have that same urgency? Or is this where you just find some oil that is splashing off of other people so that you can get a taste, so that your light can burn for just a little bit longer. I want to be addicted. Jesus' only issue with the five unwise is that they didn't have enough oil. So it must be pretty important. I'm sure they all looked beautiful. They had the flame. They had that first love flame. They were all rested. They all heard the shout but only some had enough oil. So remember the shout happens and they all wake up the five realize they don't have enough oil, so then they ask the other five if they can have some. And I love the reply of the other five. I can't give you it. I can't give you it. I'm here to tell you the same thing. I can't give you my oil. God would I love to. But I love to just electrocute you guys to burn for Jesus on a whole other level. Yeah, I would love that. Madison would love the same exact thing. But I'm sorry, I can't donate oil. It's mine. It's mine. You can't have any. And even if I could give it to you, the Lord told me I couldn't. You understand that? It's for you to get. Okay? Oil can only be honed out in the secret place. It's an intimate, deep place where oil is produced. Jesus did this all the time. Jesus is the perfect model, right? Correct? Yes. He's the perfect model. He was the original hoarder of oil. He prayed all through the night sometimes. He woke up before the sun and got alone with the Father. He walked away from his disciples to be alone with God. He was the hoarder of oil. He is our roadmap. The wise, I'm sure, wanted to share their oil. But this is unlocking a truth that oil can only be produced intimately in the secret place. And the wise say to the foolish, go buy your own. The secret place is costly. It's going to cost you something. You need to be diligent when it comes to protecting your secret place in your life. Life only gets busier. If you haven't noticed yet, it only gets busier. And if it hasn't yet, here, I'm telling you, life only gets busier. Public service announcement, life will get busier. And guess what? The more oil you have, the more of the weight of the call you have. The calling over your life. Then now rests on your shoulders a little bit more. So you need more oil. But you're already addicted, so it's okay. And it doesn't seem burdensome, right? Some of you guys already thought, oh man, that sucks, maybe I don't want that. Maybe I, maybe I, maybe that's too heavy. No, you do, I'm telling you, you really, really do. You want the water, you want to be a hoarder. You want the weight of the call to increase over your life. Keep your secret place number one. Here's something else, you can't use last year's oil can't use last year's oil your lamp is still burning burning and burning you don't just shut off a lamp you can't just put out this lamp you have to feed it and it's burning and it's burning and it's burning and if you're not in the secret place i'm sorry it's probably running on fumes right now and you're probably running out of cloth by now right? Because we're talking about old-fashioned lamps, right? It's got the cloth and the wick. It's got the oil on the bottom, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, We good. Cool. (laughs) I need to remember the generation I'm talking to. You're kind of old. Okay, you can't use last year's oil because it's already gone. You can't use yesterday's oil because it's already gone. You have to hoard it up. You have to hoard it up. Do you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, then the doorway opens and the bridegroom's there. Boom. Yeah. Whoa. Great. Awesome. Right? And the only company that could enter into the door was the, uh, sorry, the only company that could enter the doorway, which speaks of the doorway into the new day, remember midnight equals new day, correct? Yes. Yes. And so often a new doorway that comes open is a new destiny, a new anointing, and, and higher levels of calling to go through. That's what the doorways usually are. Did that make sense? Yes. You guys with me? Destiny, higher callings, new anointings, purpose. Do you want to sum it up? Purpose. The only way to do this is have too much oil you can't do this by networking you can't do this by hanging out with me a bunch or hanging out with Madison a bunch or doing Bible studies a bunch it's only between you and the Lord do you hear me yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. have you met these people who are constantly blowing through doorways Destiny and purpose, just like bam, 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 over and over and over again. You seen these people? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Remember the cartoon at the beginning? That's them. They're slipping and sliding, walking in their purpose, knowing where the doors are, knowing what the Lord's doing, and hearing the knocks. Then the foolish went and brought oil, came back, and the door was shut. Some translations say that the door was locked. Pool, not just shut, locked. <laughs> Revelation 3.20. Let me turn this. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to come into him and eat with him, and he with me. Sounds pretty good, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever knocked on a door? Yes. How long before you turned around and left? 30 seconds? Dang, okay. Hey, there's the standard then. That's all we've got. Jesus is knocking on the door. You got 30 seconds. Okay, I heard the knock. I'm running. And if you know, if you hear the knock, then you know. And you're sliding right through it. Boom, I'm walking into my new day. I'm walking into my new purpose. Right? I'm not one to sit at a door and wait. I get really impatient. When it comes, like, I knock on a lot of doors for work, and if it takes a long time, I'm immediately getting out on my phone and texting them. And then, or calling them and saying, Hey, we've got an appointment right now. Where are you at? Right? It's not like Jesus is saying, Hey, uh, Holy Spirit, back up my lazy boy here so I can post up at this door, and could you get me an extend the arm so that I can knock on the door as long as it takes for somebody to open it. No! Would you do that? No. No. He's knocking on the door. We got 30 seconds. Let's go. Right? Yes. I I like to envision Jesus as a little bit more patient than 30 seconds. (laughs) But maybe, maybe we got five minutes to get there. When we have enough oil, we know. And we're already sliding right there. Correct? Okay. Let's be people who love Him well. And are hoarding oil. This is green light access that we can never spend enough time with him. Yes. Isn't that cool? Yes. It's not like Jesus gets tired of hanging out with us, even when we complain the whole time. <laughs> like that's amazing. He never gets tired of hanging out with us, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "All right, okay, cool. You did two hours today. Oh, I want more. I want more from you, too." Right? That's what he's saying. Oh, two hours, great. That was cool. But like, I want more. He's begging for excess in this area. He's begging for intimacy. He's begging for you to be a hoarder of oil. So much gets done with people with tons of oil anyways, correct? Fruit just happens. Yeah? It's not like, oh, I'm really really in a season of just seeing... uh, Complete healing breakthrough. No, cool. I'm glad, but let's go for all the fruits. Let's not even care. Oh, healing, great. Let, that's great. But like, okay, let's go for everything, and let's just live with the Lord, and not even have a not even have our spreadsheet on the wall of like, oh, he healed in the month of March last year. So maybe maybe we replicate the month. People do this. It's idiotic. No, what we need to do is just hoard oil, walk with the Lord. Listen for his knock, blow through the door. Listen for the knock, blow through the door again. Do you hear me? Yes. Do you want this? Yes. 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 Martha's are super busy with little fruit. Mary's are super not busy, but with tons of fruit. For theirs is the good portion that scripture says. If you don't know the story, ask Ashton where it is. Because I don't know. It's somewhere. I think Luke. It's in Luke 9. Something like that. Sounds good to me. Don't hold me to that. Okay? Marys are just like, I don't know why it happens. I don't know why I produce so much fruit. But I just love his feet. I love his eyes. I love his presence. I'm possessed by him. I'm infatuated. That's a hoarder of oil. People who are so caught up with him. Then a month later, you've blown through five destiny doors already. Mm-hmm. You've blown through them already. You're like, oh wow, that was cool back there. That was cool. <laughs> All right. Oh, I heard another knock. Whoosh. No time to waste. Yeah. Oh, I was close. Job. Uh, I almost said job. Job. No, no, no. <laughs> <It's> freaking hilarious. <laughs> ah, yeah. Job 29.6. nine six. <laughs> <laughs> to work on time. Don't be late. Sorry. Job 29.6 says uh, this, is, this is the story of Job. If you know the story of Job, great. If you don't, here's a quick summary. Um, God essentially gave access to the enemy to say, that guy will never rebuke my name. You just can't kill him. Okay? And then the enemy kind of ripped apart his entire life. Okay? And this is his statement. Um, Where do I want to start? Yeah, let's just read 6. When my steps were washed with butter, and the rock poured out for me streams of oil. When my steps were (laughs) filled with butter. That sounds really weird to me. But it shouldn't to you because you've just been listening to this message, right? Why? Because when I've got butter on my feet, I'm slipping and sliding. Job was a blessed man. He was highly favored in the Lord's eyes. Yes? And he never turned from the Lord. But damn, did he miss. Did he miss when he was slipping and sliding with butter on his feet through destiny doors with the favor of the Lord. Are we that kind of people? I want, I want that for all of us. Huh? Job 29.6. This speaks of sliding through the grace and the favor of God. They slip through doors. Isn't that cool? Does that get you excited? Yes. Does, does it get you excited to go spend time with the Lord right when you leave this place? Yes. Because I want that. If you don't have that burning fire, I'm going to talk more. So who's there? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Don't talk to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So, what is the oil? Pop quiz. What's the oil? The oil. Intimacy. Intimacy. The secret place with the Lord. What is the lamp? Fire. First love. Fire. It's what's making us, making our hearts beat for the Lord. We've got to fuel it by the oil. Why the bridesmaids? Because we are the brides. We are the Bride of Christ. You're right, man. We are the Bride of Christ. We should be hungry. We should be hungry to find Jesus. Why midnight? A new, day. new day, new purpose, new, new doll, destiny. New Why a door? Huh? You're going through a threshold. Why a door? Why a door? New calling? Huh? Calling? New calling? Yes. Why else? Why a door? Close. Oh, huh? secret place. Because it closes. Yeah. Why is that important? Because we need to be ready. We need to listen up. We need to know when Jesus is knocking on the door. Because if we don't, that door is getting shut and locked. And he'll say, oh, I never knew you. Oh, why? Why did he never know us? Oh, because your secret place was in shame. That's why it says that. I never knew you. Wow. That sounds like judgment day to me. (laughs) Well, I never knew you. Why? Because I went and tried to purchase my oil at a store. I went and bought the next best-selling book at the store to try to get some oil. I went and listened to all the podcasts in the world and listened to all the sermons in the world to try to squeeze some oil out of somebody else. Instead of getting my own freaking oil. (laughs) I can't give you it. Neither can the guy on the podcast. Neither can the worship leaders that you listen to. They can't give it to you. You can only get it. You can only go after it. Why? Because it's with you and Jesus. Not me and then uh, Jeremy Camp and then somebody else. It's just the last one that was, I'm not picking. It's just the last one that was on the yeah. feed. And, <laughs> all right, whatever. Worry, thank not. you, thank you for grace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's no middleman when it comes to oil. I can't go down the street and go buy some intimacy oil, Jesus, on the shelf at Walmart. I can't do it unless—is that a new product? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Cool. All right, not a new product. It doesn't exist. It's not on Amazon either. Let you know they've got anointing oil that you can buy, but. Cool. I can do anything with you. Whatever. Okay. What, what? I want to uh, uh, do, you hear what I'm saying? Yes. You have to go get your own oil. Mm-hmm. Yes. You can't go buy it. You can't tithe enough to get oil. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why the door? Because it shuts. Why didn't he open the door for the people who then had the oil? Because it was too late. They tried to fill all of the time that they should have been filled. Too late. I don't want to be that person. I hate being called an idiot. And that's what this is calling those five is foolish uh, some translations even call stupid. Wow. Don't be a moron. Pour it up oil. Pour it up oil. And like, raise the standard. This says flasks. I'd said jars. Let's get some barrels. Let's get troughs. Let's get so much oil. Let's get, Let's get so much oil where we just know that we're going to be all right. Where we just know. And our flame is burning so bright that we can see whatever the Lord is doing and get on board as fast as possible. Where we can almost see the knock and hear the knock. We mm-hmm. can almost see the rattle of the door because our <laughs> our our lamps are burning so bright. Because mm. that's what intimacy is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Sometimes I know what's gonna come out of Madison's mouth before she even says it. Why? Because we know each other. We're intimate with each other. Yes? Yeah. We spend time together as much as we can together, right? Isn't that fascinating? Mm-hmm. Oh, so then it works the same way with the person of Jesus. Do you hear me? Yes. Do yes. you understand me? Yes. yes. Do you want the oil? Yes. yes. Do you just, I just want like a fire hose of oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can. I wish I could. I wish I could. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Did I miss anything? Oh, here you go. <laughs> yeah. You become more intimate with the Lord in five minutes on your own than a two-hour sermon from me. Yes. So glad we understand that. <laughs> I've got good things to say so while I was on the airplane I uh Madison was snoring next to me and I just decided to put on my noise cancelers
1: <laughs> and he put on
0: some worship and I just said Lord what do you want to say to me right I got nowhere to go, got nothing to do. I've got 10 hours on this plane. What do you want to say to me right now? And he said, Lex, hold out your hands? So I held out my hands, and he placed a vase in my hands. At first I thought it was kind of weird, like that's random, like why a vase? And then the vase slowly got filled up with this, this beautiful, beautiful soil. This beautiful soil that was so ready for a plant. Mm -hmm. And he said, Lex, I need need you to plant the seed so that I can make the growth. And out of that word, I feel like what the Lord is asking me to do Mm -hmm. is pray for all of you. I'm going to ask Madison to come up and join me as well feel like there's a, there's a reasoning he placed something in my hands because I, I feel like he is asking me to use my hands more. And uh, and especially in laying out of hands. Okay? So, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is I want to pray for you guys' ears and I want Madison to pray for you guys' eyes. Okay? And I want to be kind of like all up in the ear kind of thing. That's okay. I'm not going to stick my (laughs) finger. That's all that matters. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to place my thumbs on your ears. I'm going to pray as an impartation that you would hear the voice of the Lord more and more. Are you hearing me? Yes. Yes. That you would hear the voice of the Lord more and more, and that by you spending time in the secret place, by you being intimate with Jesus, he would fine-tune your ears so that you can hear him on a whole nother level. Then yes. I'm going to ask Madison to lay hands on eyes. Are you okay with that? Cool. She didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask her to lay hands on your eyes. And she's literally going to put her thumbs on your eyes and grab your head. Cool? Babe? Good. And this is going to be an impartation of... That lamp glowing before you so that you can see what's in front of you and what the Lord is doing as an impartation. Yeah, there's nothing that we're doing. I'm just believing the Holy Spirit's going to do something through me, through Mass. Okay? So, um, let me make sure. In lieu of this message tonight, I want us to become extra sensitive to his voice and have eyes to see what he's doing. Okay? he just got to the bathroom. Yeah? Very untimely. So I'm going to, here, I'm just going to put a little bit of music on, and I only want to pray over you if you want that. I'm not going to force you to have me lay hands on you. That would be creepy. But I only want people to come up who want either ears or eyes. If you just want ears, great, come up to me. If you just want eyes, great, go up to Madison. If you don't want both, check your heart. You hear me? Yeah. So what do I develop? If you want both, you come to both of us. Duh. I know there's like a middle man. <laughs> No, there's no middle man. I need to go to the Social Security office. That's how it is. Okay. Good? Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody caught up on their notes? Yeah. I'm sure everybody just takes so much notes. seems like I stop taking notes in the